This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, this morning, uh, uh, the title of the sermon is Faith Basics Part 2. And we want to, I want to talk to you about faith and how important faith is. Amen? Hebrews 11.6 uh, says, But without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I love this about God is that God and I and I mentioned this last week that God desires to bless us. He God, I like to say God hurts to bless us. He he wants he wants us walking in his blessings. He wants us walking in his promises. And we know that Jesus, when he came on the scene, he came to set the captives free. You know, the Bible talks about in in Acts 10, 38, how Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with what power? And he and he well, he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power and, and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil so Jesus came to set the captives free, to really to bring the blessing. Jesus, the whole reason he came was to set us free and to bring the blessing into our lives. You believe that today? So really, the, the key to, you know, I really believe that, that God, God wants to be pleased. And how do we please God? The only way you can please God is by faith. Say, by faith. And so we have we, we we please God by faith and and we have to get a revelation in our our understanding of God is that God is good, Amen. that God is merciful, that we don't get what we deserve. Amen. That's that's good news this morning. I don't get what I deserve. I, I get God's grace. Amen. And we can believe for God's best in our lives. Amen. And so this morning, I want you to you know, keep your faith on. Amen. I like what one person said, keep the switch of faith turned on. In other words, sometimes we're encountering and I know we're encountering this vi- virus and we're in, and some of you might be encountering some some issues with your finances and others might be having relationship issues. Um, you know, we all might be dealing with issues in different areas. But I'm going to say this. Keep your faith turned on. Keep believing. Because faith is about believing that God can do something in the middle of the storms. You believe that today? That not only can he, he will do something. Amen. I like this. I'm going to I'm going to just uh, flip back to what I said a little bit last week. And I said in Jeremiah 29, 11, which I love, and I'm going to read it down. It says here, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. So what right here, what uh, Jeremiah is prophesying, he's saying that God's plans are good. God's plans are to give us a hope and a future. In other words, our future is bright and we get a revelation of God when we start seeking him with what? A whole heart. 
In other words, we need to start seeking God, not just for what he can give us, but seeking him for who he is. And I, I love that. In other words, we need to seek his face and not just his hand of provision. And when we seek his face, get a get a a active relationship with God, we're going to see God move in our life. You believe that today? I like the Amplified. It says this in the Amplified. It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Uh, Then you will call upon me and you will come to pray to me and I will hear your voice. I will listen to you. Then with deep longing, you will seek me and require me a vital necessity. And you will find me when you search with me with all of your heart. So listen, I I try to seek God on a daily basis. I, I seek God in the morning because I know the enemy's working to try to get me off my game. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying today? The, the enemy's constantly working to try to get us off of, of walking in great faith. And how does the enemy do that? He will try to get us focused on, instead of God's goodness for us, instead of God's promises, he will try to get us focused on circumstances. And there are circumstances that, that yes, at times are beyond our control. But they're not beyond God's control. And as long as we can give some of these circumstances, problems, issues to God, God can do something with them. A lot of times we're trying to change things and and we can't change what God can change. And we can, you know, people, we can't change people, but God can change people. Amen. We, We can't change our boss, but God can change our boss. We can't change our parents, but God can move. And, you know, in other words, God can give us favor. Glory to God. So, so we need to, we just need to seek God. And in the process, God changes us and we go from glory to glory in our faith, uh, from faith to faith. I like to say we should go from mountaintop to mountaintop instead of mountain to valley, valley to mountain. Amen. And if we, if we end up being in a valley, then God is with us in the valley and we should fear no evil. Amen. Amen. So I like this. Uh, you know, I, I think sometimes and we can get too focused on and I talked about this last Sunday. But but, you know, we can get too focused on the news and what the news is saying and too focused on 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 the the, the problems of the world. And we need to get more focused on the promises of God's word. And sometimes we can get focused on that people are doing things that aren't right. And we can get angry about that. Amen. There's there's a lot of injustice out here. And and we don't want to focus on all the wrong that's going on out in the world. Amen. Because if we continue to focus on the wrong that's going on in the world, if we can focus on what the politicians are doing or what they're not doing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? If we're focused on that, that can hurt our faith because we're too focused on on what other people are doing. No, we need to be focused on what God is doing. Amen. See, God can do some things. Amen. He can move. Amen. I like what it says in Psalms 37, 1 through 5, just in case you guys have been focused too much on the news. Amen. In other words, sometimes we can watch way too much news. And, you know, this morning I'm preaching to myself 
because I, I watch a lot of news. I mean, I'm watching news all the time. I'm, I, 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 you know, trying to figure out what's going on, how, how, you know, uh, our liberties are being, you know, uh, how the governor, governor is allowing us to have more liberty and all that. And so I'm, I'm looking at the news and I'm, and I'm evaluating things and uh, I'm praying through things. And, 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 but, but sometimes we get too focused on that. Sometimes you, we can get even angry when things don't seem to be moving fast enough. Have you ever been there? I'm re- anybody ready to go back to a restaurant? Anybody ready to, you know, no, nobody in here. But anyway, my, yen, yen, my wife said, we ought to have a fellowship dinner. I said, whoa, that might be too soon. <laughs> I don't know if anybody will show up at our fellowship dinner. We're, we're social distancing in the church this morning. I don't know if you notice, we're kind of sh- social distancing. We're kind of apart from one another, uh, but we're together in heart. Amen. And so we're, we're trying to com- uh, uh, comply with, with the rules and regulations. But we don't put our faith in social distancing. We put our faith in God. Amen. Amen. In other words, we believe as we follow God, God divinely protects us. Yes. Amen. We don't, have to, we don't have to fear evil. Amen. Amen. We don't have to fear things. No, if you reverentially fear God, you're going to walk in faith. And so in Psalms 37, it says here, uh, one through five, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of workers of iniquity. In other words, let's not get angry with, with the people of the world. Amen. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as a green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. See, see, a de- another definition of faith is not just believing God, but it's trusting God. See, what is the enemy working? He's working against us trusting God that God can handle whatever situation that we're dealing with. And so trusting God is a key to walking in high faith. The devil is constantly trying to get us to not trust that God can work things out for our good. Do you believe that today? And it says here, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on God's faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desire of your heart. I love that scripture. Have you ever read that scripture? Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Think about that. You know, you know, I. I, I never knew God was going to call me to be a pastor, you know, and to minister. I always had a desire to, to help people. You know, I have a desire. Just, I just want to help people. I'm always trying to help people. Like my wife tells me I talk way too much. You know, <laughs> I just, you know, if I find out some good information, I want to just tell people. You know, I, I found out this week that the CDC, you know, that, uh, you know, is finding out that that the, the, the virus doesn't really they're not really on items. It's it's hard to catch it, you know, opening a door. I like that kind of information because they're finding out that it's more caught. You know, if you're really close and somebody coughs on you or spits on you or something like that. And uh, but but you're not going to really catch it by opening a door handle. It'll be very rare. That builds my faith. See, I'm trying to find things that build my faith. 
you know, I, I like I like stats that say 99% of the people that, that, that get the virus survive this virus. I like those kind of odds. It makes me feel good. Just, 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 you know, I like positive news. And I like the fact that they say that kids, uh, very difficult for kids to catch the virus or to even transmit it. They're finding data about that. I like that kind of information. It builds my faith. It's science. Amen. And so, so I, I like that. So I try to find good, positive information. And, and people, I, I like that, that information about hydrochloroquine, which is a, a malaria medicine that if you, if you, if you add that with zinc, it, it helps uh, people recover from this. I like good information. Why? It builds my faith. It builds my faith. And so we don't need to be feeding on negative all the time. We don't need to be feeding on the downside. Let's, what is the upside? What is the upside? So, so, so we, we got to make sure that, that we're not consuming too much negative news. Amen? And so we don't want to fret about what evil people are doing or what some people might be doing to, to, to uh, keep us in a place of, of lockdown. But we need to focus on what... I, I'm just so thankful that the governor allowed the beaches to be open uh, this weekend. Amen. They say sunlight it gives you vitamin D and helps you fight viruses. So it's healthy to be out in the sun at least 20 minutes a day. And I don't know if you see the golden glow that I have. I went out to the beach yesterday and uh, I went to the beach and I was I was surprised. I thought, well, I'm going to escape to the beach. And there wasn't a lot of people on the beach and everybody was social distancing. And 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 I, lo and behold, I discovered my brother and his wife was at the beach. My nephew was at the same beach. It was kind of like a family affair. Amen. And I said, what are you doing over here? And he said, he said, I told you I was going to the beach. I said, okay, praise the Lord. So we had a good time at the beach. And, but, but what I'm saying is that, that we can't allow fear to keep us from living life. Amen. Amen. We got to live life. And, and thank God that things are opening up because it's not as bad as, they, as the proponents say it is. And things and restrictions are being loosened. So it should be, it should be getting better. Say it's getting better. Say it's getting better, you watching online. It's getting better, amen. Glory to God. And so, and so we need to delight ourselves in the Lord. And he will give us the desires of our hearts. I love that. So listen, it's never a waste of time to pray. It's never a waste of time to read your Bible. It's never a waste of time to go to church. Why? Because hopefully you're delighting yourself in the Lord. And when you do that, there's a promise that he will give you the desires of your heart. Do you believe that today? Sometimes I know there are people that graduated from high school and sometimes there's people in our church that will graduate from high school. I will put Psalms 37, 4 down. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Put, put God first and God will give you. I'm, I'm telling you, he will open up blessings and grace and, 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 and faith is the key that moves the, the hand of God. Amen. Uh, you know, in Psalms 2. It says here, uh, why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? 
The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed. You know, there's people out here that don't like God. There's people out here that don't like church. There's people out here. But you know what? Uh, It says here in Psalms 2, it says here, the one enthroned in heaven laughs, the Lord scoffs at them. You know, in other words, God always has the final say on anything evil going on in our lives. Can I say that again? God has the final word on any evil that's going on. God will make the wrong right if we trust God. Can I say that again? God will make the wrong right if we just put our trust in God. Amen. I believe that. You know, no matter no matter what's going on, God will make the wrong right if we just put whatever. If you felt like somebody has wronged you or did you wrong, you know, you, you pray for them. Amen. And you and you and, and then God, God will take care of them. Amen. God's hands not. He will bless us and God knows how to discipline us, too. Amen. amen. Can't get an Amen. But you know what? You know, because, you know, God is the judge. Right. But you know how we can uh, how we can escape God's judgment? Judge ourselves. Amen. Amen. And so I love that. So 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 what do we do when we see things that aren't right and that's hindering our faith? We pray for our leaders. We pray for those that are in authority. We pray for them that God will give them wisdom. We don't talk about our leaders or, or criticize. We pray for them. And now I'm talking to myself today. Amen. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying. I want to say the right things about my governor. I want to say, hello. I want to pray, amen, and, 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 and pray for those, amen. And so when we do that, we're activating our faith that God, see, see God can move on the hearts of the kings. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? It was interesting that the governor, our governor, opened up the, the city of Virginia Beach beaches, but Norfolk beaches wasn't open. And they were wondering, why isn't Norfolk beaches open? You know, I don't know, but thank God for the grace in Virginia Beach. <laughs> I don't know. There's they've got to be some faith people in Virginia Beach believing. Probably half our congregation are believing that the beaches would be open with no restrictions. At least, thank God I can sit on a lawn chair. Some places you can't even sit on a lawn chair. You have to walk on the beach. Thank God for, for our liberties. Amen. Thank God that we have some people of faith. And plus our mayor, we have to put a shout out for our mayor. He had a plan to have the beaches open and he talked to the governor and the governor okayed it. And, and thank God for our mayor. We pray for our mayor. Thank you, mayor, if you're watching this morning. Glory to God. And so, so thank God that, that our liberties are being more free and free. Amen. So, so God will judge those that aren't doing the right things. Amen. In Romans 12, 19, it says, dearly beloved, because sometimes we get so upset. We don't think that God's going to God's a God of justice. God is a God of justice. And God will make the wrong things right in this life or the life thereafter. It will happen. I love what it says in Romans 12, 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto the wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. 
So what do we do when people are doing things that aren't right, when people are acting wrong, perhaps our family members, perhaps our neighbors, perhaps our boss? We pray for them. We walk in love. And God can turn it around. Do you believe that today? And God will give us wisdom and God will move on to people's hearts. Because the Bible says that the king's hearts are in the hands of the Lord and God can turn it wherever he desires. Amen. Do you believe that today? Glory to God. I mean, God turned me around. Amen. Praise God. I was in the world, you know, uh, doing all the, you know, doing all the wrong things. Praise, you know, I guess I don't want to say praise God, but I was doing all the wrong things and, and God turned me around. Glory to God. And God can turn you around. Glory to God. And then, and some of us are in a process of being turned around. Hallelujah. In other words, we're not there yet, but we're moving closer to God. Somebody say, I'm moving closer to God. I'm becoming more like Jesus every day. Amen. I know, I know that might be a tall order for some of us, but we're becoming more like Jesus every day. And you say, how do you do that? You get into the word of God. You get into his presence. You get into prayer. You allow the word of God to speak to you. Your Bible is God speaking to you. So faith is trusting God no matter what the circumstances are saying. That's what I just wrote down here. Faith is trusting God no matter what the circumstances are saying. Amen. So we discovered that you can't get faith by praying for more faith. You, you, you know, you, you know, you could come up here and say, Pastor, can you pray that I have more faith? You, that's not how you get faith. Or you don't even get faith through miracles because the, the children of Israel saw a lot of miracles. But a generation died in the wilderness of unbelief. So miracles don't just produce faith. Amen. Judas saw a lot of miracles. But where did he end up? Are you listening to what I say? So miracles is not your key. Like if you say, you could say, God, if you just show me a miracle, that will give me faith. No, no. Faith comes by hearing in Romans 10, 17 and hearing by the word of God. We have to continually hear God's truth so that we can walk in his truth. You know, I, I read Psalms and Proverbs uh, every month and I, and I read the same ones over and over again. And you say, why do you do that, Pastor? Because I'm trying to receive, because I don't get it all on just one reading. I, I, I'm trying to receive some truth. And every once in a while, a scripture will shine up. And I'll say, wow, I never saw that before, even though I read it a hundred times. And then God will minister to me through a scripture. And it will build faith. And we need to be building our faith every day. Glory to God. So, so great faith comes by us speaking the promises of God's word out of our mouths and obeying his word. So listen, who are the greatest faith people on this planet? I would have to say the preachers. Boy, it's quiet in this. You're like, pastor, you all, you're up here. You're like, yeah, yeah, because I, I have to study the word. Thank God I study the word for you guys. But you know, I study the word for me too. Sometimes I just stay working because I need a faith message this morning because I'm feeling mighty low. Anybody know what I'm talking about? In other words, sometimes you just need to study the Bible just for yourself. Sometimes you just need to, you just need to get into a word just for yourself. And then, then you get in for yourself, then you might have something to give to somebody else. Am I talking to anybody today? And so I start studying the word like, oh man, this is good. This works for me. 
Amen. I love this. Praise God. I need to preach to myself. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you just need to just preach to yourself. Glory to God. Preach the promises of God's word. So greater faith is not just by hearing that. What I'm saying is the preachers are probably the greatest faith people on this planet is because hopefully the preachers are preaching it and doing it. (laughs) Now, if you're a preacher that just preaches and doesn't do it, you're not going to be too great in your faith. But you got to preach it, and then you got to follow through and do the word. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. You just can't just hear it and not do it and say, oh, I'm a great faith person. Well, you may say, well, well, how does that work, Pastor? How do I do it? Well, you know, turning the other cheek. What, Pastor? When somebody slaps the fool out of you, you turn the other cheek. That's a hard thing to do. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like that. I don't even like that scripture in my Bible. I want to pull that one out. I, I, that, that almost takes, that's an impossibility in, in some cases. Because when somebody slaps me, guess what I want to do? Oh, I want to revolt. I, I want to have a reaction instead of a response. And how do we respond? Like Jesus on the cross, Father, forgive them. Why? For they know not what, they don't know, they don't know they're sowing bad seed. People don't understand that they're, 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 their faith harvest is a product of what they've sowed. That you need to tweet that. Your faith harvest is a product of what you sow on a daily basis. What kind of faith blessings are you reaping? And, and you, you're going to reap according to what kind of faith you're sowing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I'm going to sow that I believe that God has a good plan for my life. I believe that God has good things for my future. I believe that God wants to bless me. Glory to God. I believe that God wants to rock my world with his goodness. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep my faith staying on line. I'm not going to let my faith flatline. Oh, you hear what I'm How do you keep your faith? Keep an expectancy of God's goodness to move in your life. So great faith comes by not just hearing, but some of you might need to start speaking some promises of God's word out of your mouth. What, Pastor? Are you saying that you you're saying that I need to maybe uh, quote a scripture every once in a while? Yes, especially when you're under attack. Especially when the enemy's trying to beat you over the head with some circumstances that aren't lining up with the word of God. You better say, if you're feeling, if you're feeling a little sick, you better say, by Jesus stripes I am healed. Why? Because that's power in the word of God. You're, you're given permission for God to work in your life by, by speaking it out of your mouth. Are you listening to what I'm saying? By Jesus stripes I am healed. I've never seen the righteous forsaking or a seed begging for bread. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. You need to start speaking some promises. Amen. My God watches over his word to perform it in my life. You, we we got to become believing believers. See, there, there's, a, there's a false faith in the church. And, I, and, and it, it permeates each one of us at times. And it's called mental ascent. We're just mentally, oh yeah, that's right, amen, pastor, I believe that. But you're not speaking it on a daily basis. You're not really walking in it. You just hear it, but it hadn't went from your head to your heart. Until it goes from your head and you start speaking it and that comes out when the, see, listen, you know what, what kind of faith you're in when the pressure comes and you're being squeezed by life. What is coming out of your mouth? 
Oh, we're not going to make it. Oh, I'm probably going to get sick. Oh, I'm probably going to get uh, go broke. No, no, no. If that's coming out of your mouth, my God, your faith is flatlining. No, you better be speaking some promises of God's word. Hey, you may not feel like it. Oh, pastor, I wait. I'm going to wait until I feel like speaking a promise. Oh, man, don't go by your feelings. Don't go by. No, no, just do it by faith. Just, you know, sometimes I get up here and I don't feel anointed. I don't, you know, I'm like, I'm coming in here. You, if you could see, see my countenance, I'm like, Ugh. you know, my spirit, man, you know. And I come up here, but glory to God. Hallelujah. Start getting fired up for God. Amen. In other words, Smith Wigglesworth says you got to act your faith. In other words, faith is an action. You act as if God is with you. You're, you act as if no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You act like that God is with you. He's for you. And it doesn't matter who's against you. You got to act it. You got you to gotta act it. You start acting. Woo, God is good. That's why I love worship. Because we can be worshiping and all of a sudden and I'm singing and I'm feeling dead as, as, as a doornail. You know, I'm, I'm just feeling dead and I'm, and, and I'm singing some, you know, the worship, nothing. And all of a sudden the anointing starts hitting me and I start sensing the presence of God. And, and sometimes I'll start to weep in his presence. I say, God is here and God is working and God is moving. And, and we need to be singing and worshiping God in, the, in, 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 in his presence. Presence, and that's why worship is so important. And, and then we sense the presence of God, and He starts breaking down our hard hearts. Are you listening? Why? Because the enemy wants us to get a hard heart. Are you listening to what I say? Why? Because if He can get our heart hard, then it's going to be difficult for us to walk in faith. That's right, because we can get a hard heart. We can we can start believing that 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 God is not going to move in this situation. The enemy was going to say, God can't move in this situation or God won't be able to change the situation or or it's it's an impossibility for God to move in that situation. No, God can do it. You know, God can do anything. He can change any circumstance. Do you believe that today? So we must believe that. So so we must believe that faith comes by hearing and greater hearing us speak the promises out of our mouth. This is faith 101. So it says here in Mark eleven twenty two and 24, this is awesome. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Now, Jesus said this to Peter and his disciples because right before that, Jesus spoke to a fig tree, cursed it. And the following day it withered. And Peter was amazed and said, look at the tree that withered. So, so Jesus, Jesus, listen, Jesus speaks to things. If Jesus, our Lord, speaks to things, shouldn't we speak to things? If Jesus spoke to a tree, like we planted a cherry tree and the leaves are turning yellow. And I'm like, God bless. Hallelujah. Help me, Jesus. You know, and uh, and I and I said, I said, kiddingly, that tree probably going to die out there. I should never have said that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I was just kidding. Be careful about kidding about stuff. Be careful with just, just kidding about stuff. And I said, no, that tree's going to live and not die and bear fruit. Hallelujah. And then Yen, Yen said, we, Yen's scrambling. What do we do to get this tree? The leaves are turning yellow. She Googled it because, you know, if you don't know what to do, Google it. 
You know, don't pray, just Google it. And then, and then you Google it, and, you, and somebody has a, some kind of blog to tell you their leaves were turning yellow too, and this is what you need to do for a tree. And then, you know, and then she, we were talking to somebody, and they had some fruit in their uh, yard, and they, and, or some fruit trees, and they, they looked good. And, and Yin said, what are you doing? He said, well, all you need to do is buy this from, from Home Depot, some kind of fertilizer, and stick the stick in, and it's going to flourish. I said, that might work better than the word of God. Let's get that. You know, are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, there's information out here that will help you. Yes. And so we went, we beelined it. I think she, she ordered it. On, did she order on? She ordered it online. Thank God. Amen. And we got it in and we're speaking life to that tree because we're going to have cherries. Spend a hundred dollars to that tree. and We'll probably get five cherries out of it this summer. But <laughs> Hallelujah. A hundred dollars or five cherries. Glory to God. I'm believing for a little bit more fruit than that. I'm believing for a harvest of cherries. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? God can do it. Amen. So, so Jesus says here, have faith in God. But if you really study it out, Jesus is actually saying, have the God kind of faith. And so then he explains and he gives a definition what the God kind of faith is. He says, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. He actually says, whoever. Say, I'm a whoever. He says, whoever. So even the natural world walks in faith. They walk in a natural faith and they speak some things and they can get some things done. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? But how much more if we're walking in supernatural faith? How much more can God do in our lives if we're walking in that supernatural faith of God? So he's saying, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. I love this because this is faith 101. You can use your faith to get rid of something that's bad in your life and you can use your faith to receive something good in your life. Your faith is designed to get rid of the bad and to receive the good. I love that. See, God's promises are his blessings for us. So what we can do is we can see the devil wants to put something bad in our life. So we can use our faith to command the bad to get out. And we can use our faith to receive the good into our life. So our faith, it, it, it works two ways. It's commanding, you know, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. It, it, in other words, what we need to do is we need not to allow the bad things to be in our, that tree will live and not die and bear fruit. I'm going to keep saying that. We're going to get at least five cherries off that tree. Glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It will bear fruit. You will bear fruit. God called you to bear fruit for him and you are bearing good fruits. Oh, my church members are good fruit bearers in Jesus name. I declare it. You guys are bearing good fruit. And so, so it says here that we believe, but we doubt not in our heart, but we say. So it actually says here in some form of the word saying, we have to say it three times more than we believe it. In other words, you've got to say constantly, I'm getting out of debt. I'm coming out of debt. 
I'm out. Then you might want to put it in the now. I'm out of debt. No, you're about 10000 in the credit card debt. I'm out of debt. Oh, you listen. You need to start putting it in the now. Thank God the angels of God are working to get me out of debt. I'm out of debt. I have more than enough to meet every need. And then we need to start confessing that and believing that. And pretty soon when we start confessing and believing and speaking God's promises, guess what? Angels are hearkening to God's promises and they're listening to what we're saying. And when we preach his when we speak his word, the angels will take God's word and make it come to pass. Do you believe that today? And then we bind those things that are trying to hinder us in our faith. You know, our faith can be measured. You know, we can, we, our faith, a person's faith can be measured. What does that mean? You can have great faith or you can have little faith. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? You can have great faith or you can have little faith. But I'm going to say this. God has given everyone that saved the measure of faith. And you could take your faith and your faith can grow. Yes. Amen. Amen. You don't have to be stuck in one area. You know, it's just like, listen. It's just like anything that you do, maybe you're in an occupation, uh, you know, or even riding a bike. At one time you had training wheels when you started riding your bike. Any bike, anybody like to ride a bike in here? Any bike riders in here? How many people still have training wheels? No, I won't go there. But um, some of you have training wheels on your faith, but that's okay. Pretty soon you're going to get those training wheels off and pretty soon you're going to be riding a bike. You know, I got it to a point where I could ride a bike with no hands. I can lift my hands and how many people can ride a bike with no hands for at least two seconds before you hit the curb and, 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 and get in trouble. But I could actually move my body see, just kind of like that. See how I'm doing it? And, uh, and, and ride that bike with no hands. Glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? But, you know, it, it didn't start out that way. I had to get on that bike with the training wheels and pretty soon my dad would be uh, holding on to that bike and, and, and riding it and, I, I, and he's keeping me up and, and then he'll let go and I'm like, and, he, and it looks like he's still there and I'm kind of wobbling on the bike and pretty soon I'm riding, pretty soon he lets go and I'm riding and I'm up and I'm going, glory to God. Amen. And then that's the way faith works. We, we start taking our training wheels off faith. In other words, we don't rely on other people's faith for us anymore. In other words, we start standing on our own faith. We, you, know, you know, it's good to have faith in the pastor. It's good to have faith in my prayers. You know, you come up. But, but you need to start having faith in your prayers. Are you, you need to believe that you can do some things. You need to believe that your faith can move the mountains. That your faith can change situations. That your faith can change your family. That your faith can change anything on that canvas. You believe that today. you got to believe that you can do something. See, I can do something. In God. And you have, I'm going to say this this morning. You have the God kind of faith that moves mountains. Can I say that again? God has imparted in you the ability to move mountains with your faith. For it says here uh, in uh, Romans 12, 3, it says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. 
So here, he's really talking about every man that's born again. He's talking about saving faith here. He's talking about Christians. Not every person has saving faith. In other words, not every person on this planet is saved. But God imparts saving faith to us. And we can receive that saving faith to have eternal life. Amen. But God imparts it to us. So our faith does not originate from us. It comes from God. God gives us faith. Through, re, through, through hearing his word. I love it in Ephesians 2.8. It says, for by grace you are saved through faith, not of yourselves. So you're saved by get grace through faith, not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Let me just back up here. Paul is saying here, he's saying, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but think soberly, for God has allotted every man the measure of faith. If we're going to walk in high faith, you better walk, into, you better walk in humility. Because pride will keep us from, from really relying on God, and pride relies on ourselves. Pride puts the, the situation in our hands. But when you're walking in humility and you're staying humble, you don't, you don't, take, you, you don't say, well, I can handle this. No, you say, God can handle it. See, see when, David, when David took out Goliath, he, he, he didn't brag about how good of a slingshot thrower he was. A slinger he was. He, is, he didn't brag about that to Goliath. No, he said, my God will deliver you into my hands. In other words, faith always, if you're going to walk in high faith, you have to walk in humility. You've got to stay humble. Amen. Because, if, because if, if, it, it's God that gives us the ability to do whatever we do. You know, I may prepare for the message and, uh, you know, and, and I may put it together, but it's the anointing of God that allows me to minister to you. And when it gets to you, you have an aha moment. Then it's God moving. And it's not just because I studied. It's because the God's grace is working. Amen. Thank God I studied. But God's grace is working in spite of my studying, in spite of my work. God's grace is working. Somebody say God's grace is working. And so we see here that we have the measure of the God kind of faith. And that faith is, again, it's confessing the truth of God's word over the lies of the enemy. You know, the devil will try to lie to us. The devil will try to tell us that we're not going to make it. The devil will try to tell us that we're going to get sick. The devil's going to tell us that we're going to go broke. The devil's going to tell us that we're going to lose some relationships. The devil's constantly always lying. But you've got to start speaking God's promises over that lie. Don't believe the lie. And so in Romans 10, 9 through 14, it says this way, and this is saving faith here. It says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You know, when I do altar calls, I don't, I don't say my altar call, uh, come up, up here, maybe God will save you today if he's in a good mood. I don't, I don't put a maybe out here. In other words, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Amen. In other words, when you hear the word of faith being preached, you take it. Amen. And you receive it. And so, so when the word is being preached, God is making his word to come to pass 
in that moment. Amen. And so I don't just say, well, maybe God will save you. It says here definitively that when you call upon the name of the Lord, if you believe uh, that God, uh, that Jesus was raised from the dead and, and that you confess it with your mouth and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? So by confessing the truth with your heart, God will save you. And then it goes down here uh, that uh, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. So just calling on him, he will save you. And that word save means more than just getting to heaven. It means that God will deliver you from whatever the enemy is trying to tie you up with. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, save means that you're being delivered from whatever the enemy. You're, you're delivered from allergies. I just had to say that this morning. Does anybody deal with some allergies? Not today, Pastor. I'm not going to deal with any more allergies because I'm believing God that he's saying, Garrett, I'm telling you, no more allergies. Glory to God. Amen. Can I get an amen in here? Oh, me. Glory to God. I'm saying that for my own benefit. So we got to believe. Why do we want why, Why am I ministering on faith? Why am I ministering on faith? Because our faith is always under attack. You know, the Israelites... Uh, the reason why they couldn't enter into the rest of the Lord is because, number one, because they, you know, they didn't mix faith with his word. Amen. And, and they, uh, they were disobedient to the word, so they didn't mix faith with it, and they didn't believe, and they had a hard heart. And unbelief will make your heart hard. When you choose to say, I don't believe what the scriptures say, it hardens your heart. See, when I read the scriptures and I read that Jesus walked on the water, uh, it's not just a story to bring out uh, an illustration to, 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 to tell you how to live your life. Yes, it is, but it's more than that. It's truth. Amen. I believe Jesus walked on the water. Amen. Amen. I, I believe that the Egyptians were drowned in, uh, in the water, you know, the Egyptians that followed after Moses. And I believe the waters were con- congealed and they went up and the Israelites walked on dry ground on the other side. I believe that the, the, the Egyptian army was swallowed up by that water. And some say, well, no, some scientists will tell you that, no, you know, at that time the water was really low so they could cross over. Then, then it's a, even a bigger miracle because God drowned the Egyptians in knee deep water. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. In other words, uh, you know, it, you know, God. I believe in God's miracles. I believe in the scriptures. I don't believe they're just stories. You know, some people believe that the Bible is just a book of fables. These are people that don't have faith. But see, God, when you receive Jesus, you ha- you should have a supernatural faith. And when you start reading the Word, you shouldn't be questioning the Word. Because if you start questioning God's word, it will cause your heart to get hard. And what we need to do is we need to line up and, and, and to please God, we need to say, I believe your word no matter what it looks like, no matter how I feel about it. Your feelings can say a lot of things, but the word of God will set us straight. You can't live by your feelings. You live by your feelings, you're going to end up in a ditch. Amen. So it's so so faith is very important. You can't get saved without faith. I just talked about Ephesians 2, 8. By grace, you're saved through faith. And that's a supernatural gift that God places in us when we hear the truth of God's word. 
Number two, we can't live for God without faith. You know, it says in Romans 1.17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. We live by faith. We live by faith. I, I remember that when Yin and I were uh, getting married, glory to God, a few years back, and we had this, uh, I had a friend of mine from high school that, that, uh, that, that emceed the, the wedding, the, the, um, uh, the ceremony after the wedding, or the, uh, what is it called? Reception, thank you. Help me preach this. And, uh, and so, but he, was, he, he wasn't a believer. And he said, how, how, he said, uh, he was talking about, how, do you really believe the Bible? And he was questioning us on this. And, and Yin had the right answer. I didn't know how to answer it. You know, why, why, do you, why do you believe the Bible? And she said, we take it by faith. And we, we just believe by faith. You know, we believe it's true. We believe what God's... See, when, when, when Yin was there and a friend of hers was talking to her about heaven and hell and was saying that Jesus is the only one that can have you escape hell and get you to heaven and that the only way you can get in heaven is not by working your way into heaven, is by receiving Jesus. And if you don't, you're going to go to hell. She said, where's Jesus at? I want to get Jesus in my life. I don't want to go to hell. She got a little nervous because she made up her own little God. You know, she thought this is how God is. You know, God's the country singer. And uh, I don't know what, how she made She's shaking her head. But, uh, uh, you know, but, but we tend to make her what we want our own God to be. God's a good God and he will never send anybody to hell. You know, he's a God of love. And of course, he loves me and he wants me to be happy. So if I want to live in an adulterous relationship or if I want to live this lifestyle that's contrary to God's word, if I want to live in sin, you know, God's a good God. He's not going to judge me for that. Uh, you better read your Bible again because <laughs> he's going to judge sinners. And thank God that us saints, we were going to be judged too. What, Pastor? I thought I escaped all judgment. No, you're going to be judged for what you do if, we're going to, if you're obeying God. And it's going to be the judgment seat of Christ. And that's the, that's the judgment seat where he's going to give rewards or he's going to remove rewards. And I want as many rewards as I can get. Because eternity is a long time. Amen. I don't want all the trophies up on a wall that I missed out on. Amen. And so we got to get a revelation that, that God is good and, and, and that, that God gives us faith and, and we have to live by faith and, and we live by faith. Uh, it says the just shall live by faith. Amen. I like what Galatians 3.11 says. It said that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. That's Galatians 3.11. So we're not justified by just obeying the Ten Commandments. We're justified by believing God's word. We're justified by believing that Jesus is the sacrifice for our sins. That's what we're not justified in just uh, joining a church or doing, you know, being confirmed in the church. We're not justified by works. We're justified by faith. Amen. And in our faith, we will do good works. It will compel us to do good works. And get an amen. You know, you can't fight spiritual battles without faith. The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of eternal life, for, uh, Timothy 6, 12, whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before w- many witnesses. So here, Timothy is saying here, fighting the good fight of faith is having a good profession before many witnesses. 
What is your profession? Another word for profession is, what is your confession to people around you? In other words, what are you saying about your God to people around you? Are you saying God is mighty? God is good? God, that's why your testimony is the most important thing you possess as a Christian. I love telling people my salvation story. I love telling people how God saved me. I love telling people that why it just strengthens my faith and it encourages them to move in faith. Somebody needs to get a testimony in the house today about how God has saved you and how God has delivered you and how God has set you free. And you need to keep confessing that. You know, I, I'm, deli- I'm, I'm delivered from all the vices that I used to be tied in with many years ago. You know, I, I used to be a drinker. I used to drink alcohol. I don't, I don't drink alcohol anymore. Why? Because I came out of that lifestyle. I don't want to have anything. There was a lot of negative attached to that. And I don't, want, I don't want to bring memories back to that life because that's not my life anymore. I used to do, I used to buy lottery tickets, you know. I don't do that anymore. You say, well, I do, Pastor. Well, you'll be delivered pretty soon. Amen? And uh, because, you know, you're, you're giving enough money to the state anyway through taxes. But if you want to give them the state more money, go ahead. And anyway, uh, I've been delivered from I've been delivered from other vices, ugly vices. And, 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 and I like to tell people I'm delivered. I'm delivered from from lottery tickets. Why? It keeps me delivered. I'm, I'm, del- I'm delivered from uh, having to have to party at a club. I'm delivered from that. I party with Jesus. Amen. You know, why? why? You overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. And what are you testifying? I'm not going to have anything. I'm not going to allow anything to have control of my life but Jesus. I'm not going to let anything, I'm not going to let drugs, I'm not going to let anything have control of my life. I'm not going to bow down to the world's vices. I'm going to bow down to Jesus. I'm not going to make anything an idol in my life. Jesus is the only one I can idolize. I'm not going to allow anything to be put before me before Jesus. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? The Bible says, allow no idols in your life. So we fight our spiritual battles with faith. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight? Because we win. You may say, well, it doesn't look like I'm winning, Pastor. It looks like I'm losing. No, no, just wait. It's not over yet. God's moving. It it, it looks like, you know, I I try to take two steps forward. And I say, like, four steps backwards. No, no, God's working something out. A far greater... Possibility, a far greater faith in you. I'm telling you, faith giants are made in the wilderness. I'm telling you, you're coming out like Joshua and like Caleb. They came through the wilderness. They got their land. They got into the promised land and they stayed in the promised land. And they were in the wilderness with a bunch of people that just, just didn't believe. You're going to have people around you that doesn't believe. You're going to be the one that that breaks ground in your family. You're going to be the first millionaire. Why? So, see, God wants to bless you so you can be a blessing. You're going to be the one that has your house paid off. You need to start believing this. Yeah, you, you, you look at some of your relatives and they seem like they're doing better than you and they don't have God in their life. Yeah, because they're, they're putting some action to what they're believing. But you know what? It, just wait around. We're, we're going to move up higher. Yeah. 
We're going to go higher. And we're going to keep going higher. And we're going to keep going higher. And they're going to say, how are you doing this? So, so we need to walk. See, we need to walk in that supernatural faith of God. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. What does that mean, walking by faith and not by sight? That means that we don't have the Thomas kind of faith. Thomas was one of the disciples and the and the 10 disciples saw Jesus reported back. I don't know where Thomas was at that day. He must have been fishing or something. And Thomas came in and they said, we saw Jesus. He has risen from the dead. And Thomas said, I don't believe that. I don't believe all 10 of them. No, we really saw Jesus. That man, he's, he's Thomas said, well, listen, if he appears to me. And I can stick my, my finger in the hole of his hand and put my hand in his, his side where the spear was plunged in. I, you know, I, I'll believe, but, but I'm not going to believe until I do that. And Jesus appeared and said, Thomas, why don't you stick your, hand, your finger in my hand right here? Thrust your hand in my side and don't be downing, but believe. And Thomas said, my Lord, my God. And I don't think he stuck his finger in his hand. <laughs> my Lord and my God. I'm telling you, the buck stops at Jesus. I'm telling you, Jesus is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. Muhammad is still in the grave. Buddha is still in the, in the grave. Uh, uh, the other faith leaders are still in the grave. But my Jesus has risen. And I'm going to say this to you today. You're going to rise out of those ashes of defeat. What the enemy's trying to do, even in America, with us uh, being shut down and millions of people being out of work. God's going to turn it around. We're going to get... Get back what the devil has stolen. We're going to recover all. Do you believe that today? You're going to recover all. Whatever the devil has stolen from you in this pandemic, he's, God is turning it around. And he's going to make what the devil meant for bad, for evil. God's going to turn it for our good. Do you believe that today? Do you really believe that somebody shout glory in the house Today, if you believe it. Glory. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you that you are so good. You're so awesome. You're so glorious. And we love you this morning. And we just trust you today. We trust that you're working good out of the evil that may be around us. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're greater than the devil. You're greater than the circumstances. You're greater than the weaknesses you're of our flesh. You're greater. And I, I, we allow you, Jesus, to be greater in our lives this morning. Perhaps you're here in the audience. Perhaps you're watching online and you have not fully given your heart to Jesus. You're just, you, you, you're playing church or just, you're not fully, you know, sold out. You haven't pushed, you know, all your life in the center, like the chips in the center. You, you need to give God everything. So I want you to pray this prayer and God and get ready for God to rock your world. Get ready to start moving in the divine favor and grace that he has already given us through his son, Jesus. Say this out loud and mean your heart. Say, dear God, I believe, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification 
And I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, I turn from sin and I turn fully to you. And I thank you for your grace. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.